Dopamine is a neurotransmitter that plays a major role in reward-motivated behavior, motor control, and several other functions. It's a natural part of our brain's functioning, and in healthy doses, it can motivate us to achieve our goals and experience pleasure. However, when we become overly dependent on activities or substances that release dopamine, there can be downsides, and I'm going to talk about some of them. Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Johnson. Every week on this show, I'll help you face life's challenges with evidence-based approaches, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. While dopamine plays an integral role in several positive and essential physiological processes, an over-reliance or misuse can lead to significant drawbacks. Dopamine, a prominent neurotransmitter in the brain, is often colloquially referred to as the feel-good chemical. Its role in regulating mood, motivation, and reward is crucial for our survival. It signals pleasure and satisfaction, creating a sense of well-being and pleasure. It is released during pleasurable situations, stimulating us to seek out the pleasurable activity or occupation. Ensuring the perpetuation of life-sustaining activities like eating and procreation. However, like many biological systems, an imbalance, especially an overdependence on dopamine-releasing activities or substances, can have detrimental effects. The first downside we will discuss is desensitization. Natural activities provide a balanced release of dopamine. However, some substances and behaviors cause an unnatural spike in its release. Over time and with repetition, the brain adapts by reducing dopamine receptors or their sensitivity. This phenomenon, known as desensitization, means that over time, more of the substance or behavior is needed to achieve the same level of pleasure or reward, leading to tolerance. Which is a good segue to my next one. Tolerance and escalation. As an individual builds tolerance, they often need to escalate their behavior or substance use to achieve the same dopamine high. This can lead to increasingly risky behaviors or higher doses of substances with escalating negative consequences. Now, you may be wondering, why am I talking about substances and behaviors? Which brings me to my next downside. Addiction. At the core of most addictions, be it substance or behavior-based, is the dopamine system. The immediate reward felt from the dopamine release can lead to a reinforcement loop where the brain begins to crave the experience, often at the cost of other essential activities or obligations. How many of you avoid seeing the screen time notification alert come up on your iPhones? When you look and see that it is increasing week over week, what does that mean to you? I would venture to bet you aren't using your phone to talk with or text with your friends and family for 10 hours a day. When that screen time alert comes up, the majority of it is likely scrolling through various social media apps, which is linked to dopamine overuse. Whether you want to take responsibility for it or not, some of your actions could be damaging to your mental health. This brings me to my next downside mental health implications. 
Chronic dopamine overstimulation can be a contributing factor to several mental health disorders. Anxiety, depression, and even psychosis have been linked to dopamine imbalances. Moreover, withdrawal from dopamine-elevating substances can exacerbate these mental health issues, creating a vicious cycle. Next is impaired decision-making. An over-reliance on dopamine-releasing activities can cloud judgment. The immediate gratification offered by a dopamine surge can overshadow the potential long-term consequences of a decision, leading to choices that might be detrimental in the long run. I have seen so many patients show up wanting a quick fix, a drug, a hack for their mental health due to this desire for immediate gratification. This is not to minimize the pain and suffering that someone may be going through or the legitimacy of wanting to feel good in a moment. But sometimes we can do things that lead to poorer outcomes in the long term and that aren't helpful for anyone. In fact, when I talk to patients, I tell them that when you show up to therapy after sometimes decades of strife, I am going to give you realistic timelines and strategies, and I remind them of one of my favorite Princess Bride quotes. Life is pain, Highness. Anyone who says differently is selling something. Another potential downside of dopamine is physical health concerns. While dopamine itself is a natural part of our physiology, many substances that artificially boost its levels come with a litany of physical health risks. For instance, drugs like cocaine or methamphetamines, known to significantly elevate dopamine levels, can damage the cardiovascular system, the respiratory system, and more. And finally, societal and occupational impacts. Over time, someone's overdependence on dopamine-releasing behaviors or substances can erode their societal ties. Neglect of familial responsibilities, impaired professional performance, financial difficulties, and even legal troubles can arise. I have spoken to so many people who lack close relationships. They aren't engaging in pro-social activities, and it's leading to more loneliness. Additionally, I have also seen folks go into debt because they are so engaged with social media that they have to buy every product that comes across on TikTok or Instagram. We often think of addiction or overuse in terms of illicit drugs, but there are socially accepted practices that can also have addictive qualities for us. Reducing dopamine dependence involves engaging in activities that promote overall mental and physical health, avoiding instant gratification, and encouraging more prolonged, meaningful, and natural rewards. I know that may not be what you want to hear, but it's necessary to have a balance for your mental health. Here are some activities and strategies to consider. Mindfulness meditation. This practice helps individuals become more aware of their thoughts and behaviors. It can increase resilience to cravings and help break cycles of compulsive behaviors. Additionally, mindfulness meditation can help with being able to sit with unpleasant thoughts or feelings. For example, it's natural to be bored. 
And it's okay to be bored sometimes. I see so many people who can't stand to sit for more than 10 seconds, and that's an issue. Next is exercise. Regular physical activity is not only good for the body, but also beneficial for the brain. It releases endorphins, which can enhance mood and act as a natural counterbalance to dopamine-driven activities. I hate this fact because I dislike exercise. However, truth is truth, and exercise is super important for your health. It can be as simple as going for a walk, but you need physical activity. Healthy diet. Consuming a balanced diet with whole foods rich in fruits, vegetables, and lean proteins can stabilize neurotransmitter production and reduce cravings for dopamine-spiking junk foods. Be aware of your system and speak with professionals to adopt a healthy diet that works for you and you can maintain it long-term. Digital Detox Reducing screen time, especially from social media, video games, and constant notifications, can help reduce the constant dopamine hits from these sources. Set a reasonable goal for yourself and work on incrementally reducing your screen time. Engage in hobbies. Taking up hobbies like reading, painting, gardening, or playing a musical instrument can offer prolonged and sustained engagement, unlike quick dopamine-releasing activities. Get off of your tech and get into the world. It's great to have hobbies like these, and it allows you to expand your attentional control, tolerance for frustration, and helps reduce your reliance on instant gratification. One of my classic Dr. J lines is that we want to replace instant gratification with sustained satisfaction. Next is deep work. Dedicated chunks of uninterrupted time to tasks, promoting prolonged focus, and reducing the constant seeking of quick rewards. Social connection. Engage in face-to-face interactions with family and friends. Genuine human connection can offer deep satisfaction and contentment. Limit stimulants. Reduce the intake of substances like caffeine, sugar, and certain recreational drugs that cause rapid dopamine releases. Which brings us to establishing a routine. Keeping a regular routine, especially for sleep, can help regulate neurotransmitter function and reduce the propensity for seeking dopamine hits at irregular times. As a person in the world, I can tell you to be open to and okay with continually tweaking your regimen. Next up is seek therapy. Cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT, and other therapeutic approaches can help individuals understand their dopamine-seeking behaviors and develop strategies to cope. One of my favorites is nature exposure. Spending time in nature, whether it's hiking, walking, or just being outside, has been shown to reduce stress and provide a calming effect, moving away from the constant need for stimulation. Next is to limit multitasking. Instead of constantly switching between tasks, focus on one thing at a time, 
This reduces the need for quick rewards from task completion and enhances deep satisfaction from completing bigger projects. You may work a job that makes this difficult, but you can at least start with limiting multitasking in your personal life in reasonable ways. Gratitude journaling. Focusing on the positive aspects of life and cultivating gratitude can shift focus from constantly seeking more to appreciating what one already has. Reduce access to quick rewards. This can include removing junk food from the home, installing apps that limit social media usage, or even setting up automatic transfers to savings accounts to reduce impulsive spending. It's essential to remember that dopamine itself isn't bad. It's a necessary neurotransmitter for motivation, pleasure, and several essential functions. The goal isn't to eliminate dopamine, but to cultivate behaviors that lead to a balanced and sustained release rather than frequent sharp spikes that promote dependence. Balance is an essential feature of good health. What is one way you want to work on your dopamine dependence? Let me know on Instagram at KindMindPsych. You can also reach out to me via my email at psychologistquickanddirtytips.com or leave a voicemail at 929-256-2191. The Savvy Psychologist is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. And our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. Follow Savvy Psychologist on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for this episode of Savvy Psychologist. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen.